0: This is Super Producer Iman, aka Raja Baba, and you're listening to the Unique Therapy 2 podcast with your hosts, Meg Watt and Tony Brooks. Hey, everybody, it's Meg Watt, your favorite therapy patient. And I'm Detroit's bad girl, Tony Brooks. This show is for those who may not be ready to go to therapy but have questions. We also offer support and continued motivation for those who have already started their journey. We'll talk about some of my therapy experiences over the last decade. And we'll talk
1: about my journey to achieve hashtag relationship goals. Therapy fans will join us to share benefits and lessons learned. Let's grow the community of patients standing in their truth
0: and ready to master their happiness. What's up, everybody? It's Meg White, your favorite therapy patient here.
1: Detroit's bad girl in the building, Tony Brooks.
0: Hey, so welcome to the first episode of the Uni Therapy Two podcast. Tony Brooks, what can people expect?
1: This and that. No, <laughs> no, little, I'm kidding. <laughs> a little bit of
0: this, a little bit of that. That's yeah, a we're gonna Brooks do
1: thing. some uh, different topics as far as mental health awareness. Um, we're gonna intertwine them with some relationship. Uh, goals or relationship uh, issues that you can kind of try and use uh, in relation to the therapy topics that we discuss.
0: Okay. So, so we're, we're going to talk about, first of all, this is the first episode. So we probably need to introduce the people. I mean, people know you, but they, they don't know me. I'm kind of under the radar, so yeah. to speak. So let's talk a little bit about you know who we are, and um, one of the things that I tried to do this by myself first of all. So I started the brand you need Therapy Two after going to therapy for so long and and encountering so many people who I'm like, oh man, you could really benefit from this, right? <laughs> so let's get together and talk about it. And I wanted to do it alone, but Tony Brooks. <sighs> It's just your skills, man. I just, I'm like, (laughs) I got to have these skills on this show. (laughs) So let's get right into um, why, I guess, why the therapy, why I started therapy. I'll talk about that. And then then I want you to talk about some of your therapeutic experiences too. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. I have been on this journey for over 10 years, almost 11 years, actually. I have wow. been going to therapy mm. consistently. I've lived in multiple different cities and states, but everywhere I go, I try to find a therapist. It's just like I find a dentist, just like I find a primary care physician. Right. I look for a therapist. Okay. So, But what got me started in therapy, total trauma that Mm -hmm. I didn't even realize at the time was trauma because I guess I just didn't know you know what it was so I was in grad school and I um so I went to Howard University undergrad shout out to Howard shout out to my HBCUs and uh, I went to grad school at Penn State in Pennsylvania Mm -hmm. the boyfriend that I had in D.C we stayed together when I went to grad school and he, we would both travel back and forth to, to visit each other. Right. And one time he was traveling from DC to Pennsylvania to visit me. And he always left super late. Right. So it was like 10 PM when he decided to leave DC and come to see me in Pennsylvania. Okay. It's dark, it's late. And usually we have some sort of communication back and forth. Like, okay, how's it going? How's the trip? And it's like, two hours i think away right that's how long the trip is so two hours goes by and i haven't heard from him maybe in like an hour okay so i'm texting i'm calling no answer and i mean we didn't have the best relationship so at first i assumed (laughs) (laughs) at first i assumed like okay he's just being petty so he's ignoring me Uh uh-huh but then it got a little bit later. So two hours turned into three hours. And three hours turned into four hours. So now it's like 1 a.m. And he's not in Pennsylvania. Right. And, I and he's still, not answering the phone. Still not answering the phone. Okay. Okay. So then the panic kicks, kicks in. in. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, what is going on? I would be on, freaking out. Dog. So I started calling well first of all I call mom I don't know about you but I feel like that's the first go-to whenever I don't know what's happening like call mom and she can hear the panic and she's just like well I mean there's really nothing you can do so just try to get some rest and then mm-hmm. see what happens and I'm like okay get off the phone with her that don't no, rest I wasn't going to sleep uh, no, I of course going not. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm like okay who can I call who can I call so I call highway patrol I call the local hospitals, okay. and one hospital, which is an hour away from Penn State, they have a John Doe. And it's funny, because my ex's name is John. What? So I'm like, yeah, so I'm like, oh, maybe this is a sign, I don't know, I don't know. But because I was the girlfriend, they couldn't give me any information. So I'm like, oh, lord, he's potentially in this hospital, maybe. but I don't, maybe, yeah. but I don't know. So so I finally go to sleep cuz I mean I'm just exhausted at this point. Right. Now, mind you, I didn't say this, but I happened to be a PhD student in genetics at Penn State at the time. So Lord so, have mercy. So on top of all of this, I actually had a full-time workload.
1: Wait, how old were you, too? I was like 22. Oh my yeah. gosh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like a baby. That's right? a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. So I finally um Make my way to the hospital and Mm. it was him. Mm. But they wouldn't let me see him because he was in the neural ICU and I wasn't family. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I don't know what kind of rules they had, but. Wait, so is anybody from his family looking for him yet? So I get in contact. (laughs) Like, what the? (laughs) No, because they just assume, like, oh, he's coming to visit Megan, like, he'll be straight for the weekend. Right. But I get in touch with them. Because I couldn't see him until they came from D.C. to Pennsylvania to the hospital and say, oh, yeah, she's good. Okay. Yeah. So wow. that's more waiting. So I'm driving an hour. I'm waiting in the hospital. I was there for like six hours before I could see him. Wow. Uh, yes. Yes. So can we say trauma, people? I don't know if you if you would consider that a trauma. It's but, definitely <laughs> something <laughs> traumatic. Yes, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so back long story, you know, I'm thinking like this is crazy because right. I, I still got the grad school situation going on i still gotta be there for him and be this girlfriend you know yeah. super supportive i'm traveling back and forth every day an hour to see this man wow. and i'm stressed of i'm course. stressed as a phd student now i'm extra stressed right. as a girlfriend <laughs> who needs to be supportive so i'm actually back at penn state And I'm doing a um, like a research exhibit where, you know, you put a poster up and people walk around and judge you Mm -hmm. based on your research. And this lady is just wandering around and she's from the the school counseling office. So every school has a counseling office. I don't know if you know this, but if you are in school, you can go for free. It's covered within your student fees and everything. Oh, yeah. So so she came up to me and she just started talking to me. And I don't even remember the conversation. Okay. But I guess she could look at my face and see like "Mm, something was wrong. Something's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, like I said, I don't remember the conversation with her, but I just remember starting to see her. And so that's how my therapy journey began. 22. And I'll be 34 next month
1: wow yeah
0: so been going strong ever since and i go now i go probably once every three weeks but there's been times depending on what's going on in my life i may go weekly i may go bi-weekly it just depends on what i need yeah (laughs) so that's me that's my therapy journey 10 Mm. years plus in the game tony brooks Mm -mm. which i see her she's shaking her head Mm -mm. you guys can't see her but (laughs) she's shaking her head
1: absolutely no (laughs) therapeutic (laughs) therapist or therapy. <laughs> well, maybe anger management. Okay.
0: <laughs> Court order. Court order. Okay. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> anger management, that's that's a form of therapy though. Like because oh, well. they talk about Well, we do some things in there.
1: Yeah. I probably should get back in there. I haven't been in a couple of weeks and What? You know, it's been some things building up in my spirit. Oh my. And I probably need to go back and talk to Dr. Turner. <laughs> Wait. You can <laughs> Wait, how often is it? It's weekly. It was weekly. I was court ordered for 12 classes though. So when I got oh. to 12, first of all, he didn't give me my certificate of graduation. So I was like, "Hold on. Am I still in here? But I paid 120, so that means I'm done." Oh.
0: Oh, wow.
1: I hope he knows I'm done. You got to pay. Yeah, go. $10 a class. I had to pay $10 a class. So, dang. He you know, and you that's he actually He stretched though. it. He <laughs> stretched it, though. It's like he does two classes a week, but no, no, no. You can only come once a week. Oh. I was like, oh my gosh, once a week? What?
0: Dang. <laughs> so, so you got to get That back was here.
1: that. Well, and, and then I did see another grief counselor. Okay. Um, I only saw him maybe three or four times because it just wasn't like TV. And you know, I'm, I'm adamant about my TV. <laughs> so I'm in here and he's just got a laptop. He's just basically taking notes. So that was okay for the first visit. But when I came back for the second visit, he was still taking notes and Mm. just reading back to me what I had said to him the week before. I was like, okay. Wait, so there was no, like, interaction or? Not really. He was like, don't worry. I'm just keeping notes. (laughs) Don't worry. I was like, okay.
0: (laughs) What kind of notes you keeping? Yeah,
1: so that was the grief counselor. Okay. And I, I ended up at this counselor because my youngest son drowned
0: Okay. And
1: died. Yes. Basically. Okay. So in his dad's bathwater mm-hmm. at the house.
0: At the house.
1: We both were there. He came he came down for a half a second to plug in the
0: iron and get wait, the, wait, 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 wait. Yes. I, so I didn't know that you were here. So okay, backstory. Tony Brooks and I are cousins. Yes. So I am familiar with the situation, but for the people just listening, I did not know that you were home. Yes. We both were home.
1: Wow. I was home. I had just came back from a trip uh, to Las Vegas. So I was a little jet lag. Okay. So I was downstairs basically napping before okay. work. Okay. And he was doing whatever he does around the house. Just okay. all kinds of things all day. <laughs> <laughs> and so he ended up coming down from Kyle, my middle son, and Braylon, the youngest at
0: okay. the time.
1: To plug in the iron and get the uniforms out for work. And in that second, Kyle went to the bathroom and came out. Okay, so Kyle has autism. So we have to teach him things in repetition, which I'm sure you're familiar with. Absolutely. So repetition is really good for them to learn and, and cling it and use it daily. Sure. So the routine was bathroom, flush the toilet, wash your hands come out okay okay we needed to start implementing the lock the door though because kj was putting things in the toilet
0: oh so okay. we needed
1: kj to lock the door when he came out okay that way braylon wouldn't go in as well and play in the toilet
0: okay so
1: okay. Uh, so when kj came out he didn't lock the door
0: oh wow
1: okay and then braylon went in and whatever happened Okay. I can't say if he, he was trying to play in the water and slipped in. The, the tub was huge. It was a huge tub. Okay. Like I could lay back and my feet still, you know, how sometimes you lay in the tub and you have to bend your yes, knees. Yes, I No, do. no. I could still stretch my feet out in this tub. Wow. Yeah. It was a huge tub for this house. I was like, wow. But yeah, so Kyle went up and at that point, Braylon was in the tub.
0: Okay. So Kyle, you're talking about big Kyle. Yes. Okay. Kyle senior. Okay. 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 So he he was only downstairs for a couple minutes, maybe less?
1: Yeah, maybe less. It doesn't take that long, though. Yeah. So Was KJ in the bathroom? KJ was playing the game. Oh, okay. So he okay, left so the bathroom. Okay, so this is how I know this. Okay. When Kyle screamed my name. Yes. First of all, people, I have never heard a sound like this before in my life. Wow. So I jump up like... And I run and I'm like, what's the matter? You know, babe, what's the matter? And he's like, oh my God. You know, he's just panicking. So I go up the stairs. Okay. But I can see KJ playing the game like oblivious. He's not even paying attention to what's going on around him. KJ, the one with autism. Yes. Okay. And so he looks, I peek and the baby is laying soaking wet, soaking wet. And Kyle's trying to do CPR. And in that moment, I'm like, Oh, my God, let me go get my phone. I got to call 911. Yeah. Okay, but we do have a vehicle. Yeah. We're not far from St. John's at this time. Sure. But my first reaction was, let me get the phone. I got to call 911. Yeah. yeah, And then I went, wait, no, Kyle, I let me get the keys. Bring them,
0: bring them, bring them. You got to go. Straight panic, bro. Like, you don't know what your mind is going to do in those moments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, okay, so you go go from the phone to the car.
1: Yes, and he comes with the baby. I start the car, open the door, and Kyle's like, freaking out he doesn't have on any shoes you know but the baby is just hanging wet oh my goodness and i'm just like yeah this is okay (sighs) and so he does that and he tries to put the seat belt on the baby i'm like cow you gotta go you gotta go now and i'm like screaming on the block which makes the lady come out from down the street okay yeah and she comes she runs and she's like what's the matter and i'm like the baby did that's what I said to oh, myself my at that moment. Oh gosh. Yeah. And she was like, wait, what? What happened? What happened? Tell me what happened. I'm telling her. So she's praying immediately. Okay. She's okay. like, don't say that yet. Let's pray first. Yeah. And so that happened. Kyle's mother came to get his shoes with a look of disgust.
0: Wait, so, she was at the house? Or this is all the time that went by and she had come? After Kyle left.
1: I couldn't leave because I was there with KJ.
0: Oh, right. Mm-hmm, right.
1: So Kyle left. And now it's only one car. Okay, yeah, take another breath. Cause here it comes. I'm taking a deep breath right now. So now it's only one car. And I'm waiting on dad. Yeah, okay. So I call dad and I'm freaking out. Sure. And he's like, wait, baby, I can't understand what you're saying. Yeah. You gotta slow down. I can't understand what you're saying. I was Mm -hmm. like, Dad, I need you to come here. Yeah. The baby. The baby is in the water and he's at and then and then and blah, blah, blah. Yep. Yep. Okay. So finally he pulls up and I'm able to go. But before dad gets there, Kyle's mother comes. Okay. Okay. The look on her face. Ooh. Now, what
0: information has she gotten at that point? Do we know? She's been at the hospital.
1: She's coming to get Kyle Senior shoes.
0: Oh. Remember, he left.
1: He didn't have on any shoes. Just pajama pants, a tank top.
0: Now, how much time had lapsed from Kyle leaving and his mom getting to your house? His mother probably came an hour after. Oh, okay. So we were still you sitting doing? on the porch. Tony
1: Brooks. Yeah. I, and my, By yourself no, or with the neighbor with the Neighbor, Bryant. Yes. She goes in, she gets Kyle ready just in case. So when the mother comes, the look of disgust, you can see it in her face.
0: But disgust with who?
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out too. I don't have the time I mean, for this. It,
0: right, like it's just, this it's is not just, the time. This is mid trauma right here, us? bro. You mad at us? Like, okay, come on.
1: That don't got nothing to do there's with us no right space now. For that
0: right here, there's no space for that. I'm just here. I,
1: where's his shoes at?
0: Uh, I just uh. what? And she, so she didn't <laughs> say anything else to you. <laughs> that, was all, that was all she said, and I said, okay. Oh, okay. So anger this, management. You needed that anger management back
1: then. Yes. <laughs> My neighbor could feel the energy coming off of her though, Ooh. and she was like, "Who is that?" And I said, "Girl, that's Kyle's mama." <laughs> <laughs> so after all of that goes down, we do a grief. We do grief counseling.
0: Okay. So um, how long after, like, so, funeral, passing, all of that, did okay. you do this? So
1: Braylon died on September the twenty eighth. Funeral was on October the fourth. And grief counseling, maybe a week after that, because at the time we were staying at his mom's house Okay. to not be in the house. Sure. Yeah. My other kids were taken by CPS. They were there as soon as we came back from the hospital with her card. I'll come and see y'all tomorrow. What? Mm-hmm. It was part. It was protocol. It was That's yellow fast. tape around the house. Okay. We couldn't go in. Wow! So we just went to the local part um, that was on the corner. Yeah, which Kyle knew those people very well, mm-hmm. and we went there and we just sat there and it was on the news. Yeah, right at that moment, my am hit news. me up.
0: Oh my gosh! I was like,
1: "Wait, who? Wait, who is that across the street saying what? what? Oh my!" And they're God. telling these stories about us, but we only knew two people on the block. The people across the but street, but everybody got something to say. And the people with the lady praying.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: This lady, I've never had never seen her before.
0: And but it was the, the house
1: with the with the thought bunnies oh, running <laughs> around and okay. fighting and arguing with people all day. <laughs> but they got something to say about the married couple across the street. Oh, and it was goodness. on the news right while we was
0: watching. It. What? Kyle's head almost popped off of his body. I bet. Can you imagine? That's just like, yo, I can't even tell my own story. Right. I was the only one there.
1: Oh, my gosh. When I got a hold to the news website, I sent that comment in so fast. I was like, well, first of all, I am the mother of that baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me tell let you, me this is what happened. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, so we saw that grief counselor one time together, me and Kyle together, one time. Tony, yes. Rooks. Well, it was his mother's suggestion in the first place. She's like, y'all probably should just just go and talk to her for a little bit. Okay. His mother was with Hospice of Michigan. Okay. Director, uh, oh. and so she's like, you got to go over there and talk to her. Just go ahead. It's gonna be free. Just go.
0: So, like, what? What really? <sighs> I mean, I feel like y'all were just still so numb in that mm-hmm. circumstance. But like, did they tell you what the goal of the grief counseling was? Mm-mm. So you were just oh maybe to I don't remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I
1: really don't remember that session at all. I yeah. don't remember what was said. Yeah. I just know I did most of the talking, and Kyle just kind
0: of sat there, numb. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then after that, y'all was like, "We're not going back." No, like, what's the point? Right. Oh my goodness. Okay, so grief counseling in 2011 and that, and then anger management. And what else? Oh, Anything no, no. else? In
1: between oh. when me and Kyle. Okay, so unfortunately, the healing process that we had uh-huh. was different. Okay. I wanted to be around people he didn't. Okay. So as we started to heal in opposite directions, when we turned around to find each other, we were too far gone. Ooh. Okay, so when I looked for him, he wasn't there, and I'm sure when he looked for me, I wasn't there.
0: Wait a minute, Tony Brooks. That is so. <laughs> th- we, I want you to say that again because I feel like there's so many couples who also deal with child loss. Yeah, and they they do the you same heal differently. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if and
1: if it's, it was already getting kind of shaky. Yeah. So so
0: that that trauma just shook was, everything yeah, up. Yeah, Earthquake. A, yeah, an explosion. Okay, so y'all have been going your separate ways, healing in a different process. And
1: then what happened? Then one, and I had I had started drinking. Okay. More than socially, like by myself at home. Yeah. Intoxicated to the point of no return. The kids weren't getting to school. The kid, you know, it was so much going on, and I didn't. Did you have any help though? I felt like it was just me. Uh uh. Because he was healing this way. Yeah. I was healing this way. Uh, my dad was there a lot. Yeah. I'm sure my mom, because our relationship wasn't that great at the time. Sure, sure. So I'm sure she didn't know what to say. Yeah, no. Well, or yeah. how to say it. Yep. So. There's a lot of people like that. At that time, I was mad at everything. Sure. So I wasn't calling her either. Yep. Because I was thinking, my mom should be calling me at this point. Right, you know? right. And, and it wasn't happening. And, and it is what it is. Yeah. So it was just me. And mm. then one day I sat in there after this must have been a year. I was drunk for a year, every day, every single day. You were drunk? For a year. For a year? And still went to work and still took the kids and still. Oh, but yeah. my gosh. That's so.
0: That's a lot of money on liquor.
1: Yeah. Okay, what <laughs> what happened, Tony Brooks? <laughs> and so then I tried to kill myself, basically. How? I filled up the tub with water that that the baby drowned in. Wow. And I drank a fifth of Captain Morgan's. Kyle was there, too.
0: And Kyle, Kyle was, was fed up. He was fed up. I'm sick of you. I'm leaving. Like, like being drunk or just... Whatever. Oh, okay. In, in general. Okay. And he left. And he left me there. And he left. You were already drunk when he left? Yes. And he knew it.
1: And he knew it. Okay. And he left. <sighs> so then I called my aunt, Lily from Pittsburgh. Okay. Well, from Detroit in Pittsburgh. Yep. Her son... Was killed. So this was the only person I knew that might know what's going on right yes, now.
0: Absolutely, who could relate?
1: Yeah, and I was, I was, I was crying, and I'm like, Auntie, I'm, I'm, I don't know, I don't know what's going on right now. And she just started praying.
0: Wow.
1: And she prayed and she prayed and she prayed. I said, Auntie, whatever you do, don't call my daddy. Whatever you do, don't call my dad.
0: Now, did you tell her like I'm about to, I'm about to kill myself, or I'm about to, I'm out of here, was, or you just like, just
1: like, like I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm crying. Okay. And you know. Okay. Whatever you do, don't call my dad. And while I was in the bathroom, wait, no, I was in the kitchen in the corner sitting on the floor. Okay. I had hung up with my aunt. Okay. And my sister called. Okay. She's like, what's what's going on? Auntie Lili just called me. What's going on?
0: Oh, wow. So and she I'm, didn't call your dad?
1: No, no. She called dad too.
0: Oh, she did? Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. I didn't know if your sister called. Yeah.
1: Okay. Auntie Lili called dad too because he got there so fast. I had only been on the, off the phone with her about 15, 20 minutes. And then I heard my dad call my name from the bottom of the stairs. All right? Okay. He comes up. I'm in the kitchen. The do- You know, the bathroom door is open, and I'm in the kitchen. And he's like... He starts crying immediately. Really? And at that moment, I needed to snap back because I had never seen my father cry at this point. Yeah. yeah. And so he was like, don't ever think you can't call me with something like this. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. man. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. And right then, I had to wake up.
0: So it was the dad that was like, you know Uh what?
1: Come on, Tony. He saved my life
0: oh my god that is so sweet dad brought you in and stopped you from going out yeah that's what's up sure. that's what's up shout out to dads and so then lives. i saw another counselor after that oh okay and that was a okay. typewriter guy <laughs> okay. oh my god okay so full circle here <laughs> so how long after dad leaves the house do you see somebody else and how did you find him so i went i Googled it,
1: maybe. Okay. I Googled who would take my insurance. Okay. Yeah. And I ended up kind of in Southwest Detroit over in that area. Yeah. At an an activity center of sorts. Okay. Yeah. And that's how I ended up there. But it might have been two months after.
0: Two months after? Yeah. So what was that I wasn't drinking at that point. Okay. So that
1: period was less drinking. Okay. Okay. I need to get this house back in order. Yeah. I need to figure out how I'm about to deal with Kyle, who I still have to see regularly. Sure. You still married. hmm. Uh huh. And I need to decide, am I going to stay in this house where my son drowned to yeah. death? Yeah. Or am I going to leave here? Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to go, though. So now I need to decide, am I going to leave him here?
0: He uh, doesn't want to leave. The he doesn't want to leave. No, he, he couldn't want it to
1: leave because I've begged and pleaded to go. And he's he's had to have made any steps for us to leave. Okay. So he couldn't have wanted to leave. Yeah, but I have to go. I can't live in here another day. Yeah, and I moved out and he didn't even know (laughs) I put a deposit while I was out of town and granny rest her soul was there with the kids and she helped me get them get the stuff together so that we can go while he was at work. Wow. Cause he wasn't gonna let me leave. He didn't want
0: to leave, but I wasn't gonna stay. But he, he, he Okay, so th- this is this is this story is like a lifetime show, a movie, <laughs> a reality TV show. <laughs> it's something. But like, I'm, I'm just thinking about everybody's perspective in everybody this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because everybody was damaged for sure differently. Yes. And you two, it seemed, were just on the total opposite ends of the spectrum. Right. And who could I mean? Predicted I'm that?
1: sure you know because he found him. I'm sure his trauma with it was completely different from mine. Absolutely,
0: Mom. probably guilt on his end. I'm sure I was
1: guilty, so I'm sure he was guilty. Yeah, I felt guilt too you because did. I was asleep
0: Yeah. and I was like.
1: Out of town, and I had traveled a couple times that year, yeah. and I missed all this time. I had so
0: many things going on in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, mm-hmm. the ruminating thoughts that's a part of the grieving process. What's you know? that? Gr- ruminating, th- it's like when you go back and forth with things like, uh, I-, I wish this should have happened. I was thinking about this, of thinking course about you know that. The word. Of course, I know. <laughs> yeah, these are the steps of grieving, bro. And I have grieved in my life as well. You know, I grieve Braylon, I grieve Brooklyn, I grieve my aunts, my grandparents. Like, right. we- when we lose somebody, You go through the steps whether you know that you're going through them or not. Right. It's just helpful to know what they are so that when you pissed off, you're like, "Oh, that's anger." Right. But Tony Brooks, yikes! Okay. Okay. So. Yeah, thank you so much for that deep breath. I'm always telling Tony Brooks, take a deep breath. Yes. It Uh, really does work. It does. It does. It works, people. We'll be talking about lots of things like that um, on the show, deep breathing and other types of exercises and things. But I I do want to move on here. We have a few more minutes for the first episode. And so we talked about my therapy experience. We talked about yours. And... Uh, Tony Briggs doesn't know, but my goal for this whole podcast is to get her in therapy <laughs> consistently. Wait, wait a second. <laughs> she's going to be kicking and screaming the whole the anger time. your management <laughs> only. That's her therapy. But but so, couple differences about you and me, because we're going to be on this show and I think it's good, because you have your target audience and I'm sure I'll have my target audience. Absolutely. But like, tell the people some of the differences. Well, Catalinas. I guess we could just start with
1: you have really no knowledge of broadcasting whatsoever.
0: No, absolutely not. Yeah. no, I have a master's in genetics and a and a bachelor's in biology.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so I I did attend uh trade schools for broadcasting because in the beginning I was shooting for radio. Okay. So um I went to Spex Howard School of Broadcasting mm. Art and then I also went to Lawrence Technological University for a uh, focused in communication okay media
0: okay okay yeah so that's where okay so when you hear the skills the pivots and all the t- tips and tricks and techniques of i'll this keep thing, you on track that's what tony bricks does that's yeah. her job
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm single obviously now okay uh, my husband is deceased okay. so uh, but i've done everything you can do i'm, I'm a baby mama single side chick oh. married we, you know side
0: chick we're gonna get into that
1: so later episodes yes
0: and you're married <laughs> i'm married i've how many I've, years now? i've been married three years we got married in the living room in in uh, nice. march 2017 okay. no
1: 2016 Jesus. okay yeah it's
0: 2019 <laughs> to, sorry babe yeah <laughs> and know. then
1: i have four children okay and you have no kids
0: no kids no desire but, for kids no wait
1: Nobody says that out what? loud.
0: What? No, what do you that, mean, no desire for kids? I have no desire to have kids. What? Okay. I was bloated the other day and I was like, what is wrong with me? Am I pregnant? Oh, yeah, scared, I'm mad, all of emotions. <laughs> okay, another one will be my
1: spontaneity because I am off the chain regularly.
0: I love how she, how she uses the word spontaneity, when I would, would call it unpreparedness. Oh, uh- <laughs>
1: Well, if we leave it up to you, this show would be planned out. Okay, you will write a script and be like, "Here, Tony Brooks, read this." I'm like, "Wait, what?
0: What's wrong with a script and organization?" Laptop, people?
1: Apple Watch, <laughs> iPhone—they are all consecutively going off at the
0: same time and keep us on track.
1: Yes, and then the last one will definitely be
0: our style. Oh yeah, so go ahead. So, Tony, I'm, ba- so I'm basically fly <laughs> regularly, and I'm basically not, and yeah. I don't care. Bland. I'm so super corn bland. Corn ball. Every episode, I'm wearing the same shirt. Or gender damaging. non-conforming. Tony Ricks. Okay, so she be listening to me, y'all. She actually <laughs> listens to me. Yes, I identify as gender non-conforming. That just means I don't fit in the box of lady. You know all that purse and makeup and heels and jewelry. I don't do any of that. Yeah, like I'm like I still
1: to this day am in awe of your wedding band. It's like,
0: where are the diamonds? (laughs) What is going? on? I have no diamonds, and she basically has a
1: male band on. (laughs) It's like a male wedding
0: band. You are so funny. You are so funny. My husband has the same one. It's just thicker. Oh, it's the same. Yours is a little smaller than his. Yeah, and they were 130 bucks for both of them. Perfect.
1: (laughs) I want mine to be a couple bangs
0: friends <laughs> listen here oh my god okay so- therapy picks. Therapy pick. So, okay, we have two main segments of the episodes, and one of them is going to be Meg's therapy pick, where I choose a specific therapy modality that either I've tried or someone has written in to uh, info at unitherapy2.com and asked us to try or research. And so this week, first episode, this week's therapy pick is EMDR. It is eye movement desensitization reprocessing. So long story very short. And I know when people say long story short, it's, it's always a it's long story. It's a super story, so long keep story. Keep it okay, short. It's going to be thirty short seconds. And sweet. Basically, what this therapy does is remove the emotional attachment that you have to a trauma or a distressing situation in your life. Remove it? How though? Man, it's like you go, you sit in this chair. So I'll tell you, I went, I went because this lady. Actually, Tony Briggs, you mm-hmm. might you might use some EMDR. I don't know. Okay. But I went to a workshop. This lady was talking about her daughter died and she cried for seven years straight every day. Like you were drinking for a year. Hmm. She cried every day for seven years. That's a long time. Yes, it's a Jeez. long time. I can't imagine the toll that took on her physically right. and mentally. And mentally, yeah. Oh my gosh. So she did EMDR. She said after the second session. I went home, I looked at pictures, I looked at albums, I looked at videos. I tried to cry and I couldn't. Wow. And so she just had this new leaf, I mean, new outlook on life. And and so I was like, hmm, I gotta try this because I just feel like I'm a geek. I'm a yeah. therapy geek. So I didn't really know what I was going to work through or mm-hmm. work on. So, but the therapist guided me through it. And the first thing she had me do was write down a list of all the traumas okay. I had endured. And I don't know about you, but I didn't really feel like I had any trauma. Well, our culture won't feel like it's a trauma. Right. It's like, give it to
1: God. Yes. He'll get you through.
0: Trauma for (laughs) us is like death. Like, if you die, that's your trauma. That's trauma. trauma. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, I actually had an extensive list (laughs) of traumas (laughs) that I had experienced. Um, One of them being I was on a 55-passenger bus traveling from D.C. back to Michigan to celebrate uh, the 50th March on Washington. Mm. Anyway, the uh, bus had a fire. Uh, and it burned down to the frame. So we damn had to be, what what <laughs> we had to jump out of the bus on the highway, like on eighty highway. 80. Wait,
1: why the cars are still going? Yeah, cars are flying by us.
0: The bus oh, is on man. fire, and I'm on a bus. Like we went with the National Action Network, so we we were the youngest people on the bus. My boyfriend and I, or husband now, but boyfriend at the time. Yeah, we jumped out of the bus and. Yeah, so I I had a little trouble riding on buses after that, if you can imagine. Right. That's so that's what you would call PTSD. <clears throat> so, I, with EMDR, that was one of the traumas that came up. But what happens is, you actually talk. So it's a it's like a mix of conversation talk therapy. Okay. You talk about the trauma. Mm-hmm. You get emotional. It's gonna come up. Whatever emotion that's tied to it, whether it's tears, anger, whatever. It comes up, but then like you have these headphones on mm-hmm. and I, I full disclaimer, we are patients here. There, nobody is licensed. Right. Um, at least that's what my lawyer made <laughs> sure she wanted me to make sure I, I make that clear. We are not professionals here, okay. strictly patients. But you have these headphones on and it's this sound that you hear and it's like, do, 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 do. <laughs> Doop, 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 doop. <laughs> and it gets like slow or fast, <laughs> depending on you know what's happening. So, but somehow, wait, how's it going fast or so? Are you like hooked to something? I'm hooked. Like it's is it something hooked to, like, to your pulse? A baseboard. Like Oh no, not to your pulse or anything. No, no, no. Oh, okay. It's it's. I'm just listening to these sounds, and I don't know how the frequency is controlled. I mean, it's mm. a whole area of study on this. I think they have conferences now about it. Okay, but once we finish the process. It's like I was able to get on the bus without any type of emotional that fear. That is crazy. Yes. From EPMD? <laughs> Wait, E D R M? It's, it's It's E M-
1: EMDR, D-R. EMDR,
0: <laughs> got yes, it. yes. So that's Meg's therapy pick this week. If you feel like you've got some super duper high emotions tied to something, please check out a therapist who uh, can do it. EMDR, and it's an actual. You need a specialized therapist. Yes, everybody. Everybody can do, do it. No.
1: Okay. Yep. I like that. So, the last segment that we all will have on our show will be the relationship goals. Yeah. Hashtag.
0: Hashtag relationship goes.
1: And that'll be for me. <laughs> so, my relationship goal for this week is going to focus on EPMD. <laughs> e- E-R-E-M-D-R. E- <laughs> you got it, Megan. So, on that being said, I want you to try to focus on what triggers you.
0: Ooh. And I'm
1: saying this because... I have an issue with terrorist things or, or terrorist acts, I should say. Okay. Probably stemming from 9-11, I'm sure. Because I was really younger when that happened and it was traumatic. Yeah. Be- and, I, and you know, I know why. We talked about this, but I know why. What? Because a friend was traveling at that time. My best friend's mother was traveling home at that time. Oh, wow. So, so you that's definitely... why it freaked us out. You were connected. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So then after that, I don't want to do anything that I think would focus on terrorism. Yeah. So I didn't want to go over to Belleau Island for a long time because of the bridge. It's like, if they blow this bridge up, You're I'm not going to be <laughs> stuck on the island. <laughs> I didn't want to cross over to Canada. Definitely not going in the tunnel.
0: Oh, my god. Definitely gosh.
1: not going anywhere that I think a terrorist would want to be, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Okay. So I I thought I was over that. And we going to Canada. <laughs> Uh-oh. And I'm the driver. You're the driver. You taking a tunnel or the bridge? No, no. Definitely not. Never taking a tunnel nowhere. <laughs> I'm on the bridge, <laughs> which was not that good either. I thought I could do the bridge. We're driving. You know, songs on, whatever, whatever. I got four people in the car. One, two, it's four of us in car in total. Going across the bridge is one car following another set of friends. So it's eight of us, we all going to Canada, first time we over there. Driving, 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 driving. I get to the middle of the bridge and I do it, I would bust a U-turn. What? I I I started hypervent. I was like, oh no, nah, we are not gonna make it. How and can I you did even... a U-turn. I, I probably don't even know should you do have that. in jail. You can't, it's illegal. <laughs>
0: Oh my God, were you on the Canada side or the
1: I was in the US? We were, we were still on US oh side of the bridge. And I busted U-turn and I came back. And you can see all the people in the car because they're still driving. They don't know what's going on. They're like,
0: wait, where are they going? Oh my
1: God. So relationship goals this week. Please try to focus on your triggers so that it doesn't affect the people around you. Yes. <laughs> and that's my relationship goal.
0: I'm Meg Watt. That's our time for today. Thanks for listening.
1: And I'm Detroit's bad girl, Tony Brooks. You think you've got it together, but you need therapy too.